You are listening to the weekly podcast of Life Change Christian Church. We pray you enjoy today's message. This half the same apps. Oh, who am I talking to? Enlarge this ring. I'm so glad that you, and you, and you, and you, and you have come on back. I told y'all to get ready. There's an atmospheric something going on in our atmosphere. And it doesn't stop me, cause I know when turbulence starts happening, chaos, confusion, fear, uneasiness, uncomfortableness starts taking place. But get a grip for the pilot of the plane doesn't get nervous. Matter of fact, sometimes the pilot will inform us ahead of time to prepare for turn. I like that type of pilot that will say, in a couple of moments, I'm going to turn on the seatbelt sign because we will experience a little bit of turbulence. Now, that little bit of turbulence in the pilot's mindset means, oh, it ain't nothing. But for the passenger, it can feel like it's a whole lot of uneasiness. I want to say to somebody, never define uneasiness of how you feel it to be what it really is. But when you are informed by the pilot, the Holy Spirit, that yes, it's going to be turbulent, but I got you. Put that seatbelt. I, I am your seatbelt. Matter of fact, I am the manufacturer of it all. And so let's just go for the ride. Is there anybody willing to go this morning? Come on. If that's you, say I'm willing to go. If that's you, say I'm willing to go. Father, I thank you for the turbulence at times that we all will experience. Turbulence isn't there to kill us, to destroy us. I've come sometime to understand that the turbulence can even push, can be a push, could be a reminder to not get settled, can be a reminder of who's really controlling the airwaves. How, God, you have everything under control. How you are the mechanics of our life. Father will turn that fear 
<laughs> into understanding that for the F in fear, it means we're going forward. Hey, oh, this is off the cuff. Somebody that came in, somebody's getting nervous. That atmosphere is about to transform. But I want to decree you're going forward. I'm going to use fear to push me forward. F is for forward. Somebody start going forward. Take that car out of park. Get out of neutral. It's time to go forward. In relationships. In savings. In investments. In relocating. It could be a relocation in your mind. It could be a relocation in your 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 location. It may be a, a relocation of, of of the way you think of something. It may be a relocation of your your community, your your social status. Forward, forward, forward. In other words, where you are, you're willing to. Take a step. I'm hearing, as the proverbial says, when you take a step, it only takes a step before taking thousands of them. Go forward. Somebody say, go forward. Somebody talk to yourself and say, I hear the word of the Lord saying, forward. That's me. That's me. Yep, that's me. I'm going to go forward. Oh, it may not be for all of you, but it's for somebody. That's me. Y'all perceive it. I'm going forward. Somebody else. Instead of fear driving you, let the E in fear take you somewhere. In other words, have an expectation. Hey, as you're going forward, have an expectation. Somebody stop thinking small. Stop doing little. Stop being comfortable with what it is. Get an expectation. Expectation. That it could be different. That it's going to be different. That it doesn't have to stay that way. I'm expecting. Woo. Even in that E, I just heard in my spirit, there's an expiration date for somebody. You've been there too long. you stayed too long. And so now what used to be good has expired. Woo. The milk has expired. Thinking, thinking has expired. What used to work is not working anymore. There's an expiration date to it. And so, use the E to pick up expectation along the way. What do you expect to happen? When do you expect it to happen? How do you expect it to happen? What is it going to take for it to happen? Oh my God, expect 
of yourself. Expect something of your situation. If you're in it, then expect to achieve it. Expect to obtain it. Expect to overcome it. Expect that it will happen. Expect God to do it. Expect. For the old is gone. The new has come. Expect blessings. Expect favor. Expect increase. Expect transformation. Expect change. Oh my God. It is not you expecting it from somebody else. Expect it for yourself. Some stuff you expect. Put, put an expect. Oh my God. Put an expiration. Put, put a date on it. This is when I expect it. This is how I expect it to be done. And so, when fear tries to drive, when fear tries to make you nervous, when fear tries to have you procrastinate, when fear tries to grip you in depression, grip you with my God being paralyzed, get an expectation. What do you expect from God? What do you expect from yourself? Expect a thing. And I hear the other E. It shall be established. Put some establishments. Establish some things. Establish respect. Establish this is how it's going to go down. Establish this is how it's going to be. Establish I'm not going to allow myself to get in my own way. Establish I'm going to get out of my comfort zone. Establish I expect better. Establish it's going to be different. Establish some foundation. A foundation of prayer. A foundation of worship. A foundation of better eating. A foundation of health. A foundation of a made up mind. Establish, establish, establish. Let fear work for you. Oh my God. This whole message has changed this morning. F, get a firm foundation. F, have a foundation. F, be fortified. F, be fearless. F, move forward. E, put it, put it, put it, put it for folks to get it. Forward, fortified. What else? Fearless. Woo. What is your F? I want, we're going to preach together today because the Lord has changed all this. What, is, what is, do you hear the Lord saying? You're going to change your fear into forward motion, into fortification, into having a foundation. Woo! Put in the chat, put in the text. What's your F? That's going to wake you up. It's time to wake up, church. It's time to wake up, church. It's time to wake up. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. We don't got enough. We don't have a lot of time. Wake up. For we've allowed fear.
to drive the church into silos, into being by ourselves, into judging the world, into talking about but never doing anything to change it. And so you've allowed fear to overtake the church. The church is in crisis because it's scared. It's in crisis because it's fearful. And so how you use that to, to, to project, you'll talk about people. You'll say what's bad about the world. I just told you. Absence of light is darkness. It's dark because the church isn't being the light. The problem is not the world. The problem is the church. And the problem is fear. And so we're using fear tactics to justify our self-righteousness. To be hypocrites. To wear a mask. But the reality is you're acting just like darkness. Woo! Let me go into your homes. Let me go into your thoughts. Let me see how you act when nobody's watching. Darkness. And so we project what's really in the church and put it on the world. Oh, I know you ain't liking this. But it's time to go forward. What's the ever after? It's time to be fortified. If you set your foundation, then with the E, you can expect some things. What is your expectation of yourself? Stop putting it on others. Stop talking about what others are doing and what others aren't doing and, and the bad that they're doing and the hypocrisy that they're doing. As you're talking about others, then trust me, Son, you ain't doing because you're looking at everybody else. But when you expect some things of yourself, you don't have time to be looking at nobody else's stuff. Talking about others. Look at, if anything, it should encourage you. I have some expectations of how I want to look. What weight class I want to be in, how I want my body to be. I have an expectation of what I'm allowing in my body, what type of food. I have an expectation of how I want to think. So there's some things I have to expect not to allow in. I am determined I'm not letting drama in. I'm not letting other people's behavior issues affect my behavior. I have an expectation of myself that when I see drama, I have a choice to choose how I react, how I respond, how I'm gonna flow. There's an expectation I have of myself. There's an expectation of how I carry myself. I'm not gonna be in everybody's business. I'm not going into everybody's house. I'm not going into everybody's lawn. My God, I'm going to stop looking at everybody's grass saying that's what I want because I've come to learn that some people's grass is 
manure. It smells like manure. I'll keep it at that. I see you. I see you, Sister Barnett. Come on and preach with me. Woo! Get an expectation. And when you have an expectation, don't you let no one stop you. Don't let nobody. Matter of fact, critics will come. And when they come, let it let them see your expectation. And if they don't come up, it's okay. If they talk, it's okay. Don't you let it stop what you expect your outcome to be. Not only expect, but for your age, have, have an anticipation. Start anticipating stuff to happen. You pray, what's the sense of you praying and then you get up and don't anticipate no change? See, we've gotten our prayers so centered on praying for other people, praying for stuff to change, when prayer literally is, you change. <laughs> when I pray, I don't pray for others to change. I pray for a couple of things. Either Lord, help me to see it the way you see it. In other words, give me your mind to see it the way you see it. So I can anticipate when I do see things happening, it's according to how you see it happening. I have an anticipation that when God uses me, He'll use me to change atmospheres. He'll use me to change situations and circumstances. He'll put me in places that when my presence is there, it'll be a little lighter than when it was dark. Come on, somebody. What do you anticipate? You've got to have some anticipation about some things. Stop just going with the flow. Stop just allowing others just to run rashad on certain things. Have some anticipation. Have some, some ways of looking at how it can be better, how it can be different, how it can be transformed because you're there. And when you're there, the presence of God, the power of God, the provisions of God, go with you. What's your rate today? Number one. It's time to be real, church. All this fakeness, facade, the mask. You know what a hypocrite literally means in the Bible? It literally means an actor. One being on stage, giving a good performance. That's why Jesus called the Pharisees hypocrites. Because they were good actors. On a stage. On a stage. Acting religious. But not ever being what they were. In other words, phony. Church. I'm talking about the real church. Real church cannot be hypocrites. The real church will take a licking, but keep on ticking. 
The real church goes through trauma. The real church goes through pain. The real church goes through stuff. But the real church understands that whatever it's going through is because it has to go through. And when the church is the church, literally the term church means ecclesia, it will be sent to do what is to do. Scars and all, trauma and all, victimization and all, issues and all, but we don't allow behaviors to drive the church, but we allow the, our emotions, we allow our trauma, we allow our pain to be put in the master's hands so that he could use it for his glory. My God, we, 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 I hope you got something today. If you got something, put it in the chat. Say, I got something, Pastor. If this was for you, because this is not a part of my notes, but I want you to be, use fear to work for you versus allowing fear to work against you. Time out for allowing fear to sabotage your plan, for keeping you held back, for causing you to be silent, for causing you to get offended easily, for causing you to be silent, for causing you to not be who God has called for you to be. Time out for fear to allow you to stop dreaming, for allowing you to not go beyond your horizon. Woo, fear not! Be of good courage, be of good cheer. For the Lord thy God is with you. Don't allow fear to cause you to live in avoidance. To avoid stuff that you know. If you just dealt with it, it will be dealt with. For allowing fear to allow you to escape. A lot of folks escaping out of reality. Escaping by putting trauma up and defenses up and fighting up or flighting versus being comfortable in some fearful situations. Allowing fear to cause you to have excuses of why you can't. How come? The why you couldn't. And time out for that. It's time for you to allow fear to be working for you and not against you. What is fear? What is your F? Go forward. How you gonna use your E to expect transformation and change to happen? How you gonna use the A to anticipate change? How are you gonna use your R to be real, to be realistic, to reach towards the mark of the call of God that's calling you, to reach, woo, to God, my God, to allow some restoration to happen, to allow renewal to happen, to rely, to allow my God, my God, renewal, restoration, reconciliation, woo. Repent.
repentance. Do you hear the word of the Lord? Because I've got to go. But let fear work for you, not against you. This is a season. We're in September. And we're in a season in our Jewish understanding. In our Judaic mindset. Bring it down a little bit so we can hear. Where we're about to go into a new season called Rosh Hashanah. A new season, a new year. Where it's the head of the year, Rosh Hashanah. Where we're about to have a time of Yom Kippur. Of repentance. Of going back, of renewing. I'm going to talk a little about that as we go into the next couple of Sundays. You don't want to miss it. Because I believe it's a new season, it's a new year. And I believe that we're going to walk into this thing fearless. Bold. Strong. In the power of the Lord and in his might. And that's probably why the Lord has, has crept in. The Spirit of the Lord came in to speak to somebody. And the enemy was mad, tried to take. You can't take us off. Woo. You, you got to do something better than that. Turn the whole election, the, the whole grid down. We're a virtue church. We're a digital church. And if we can't come on today, trust me, I could come on later. I could come on tomorrow. We have the ability to touch lives all around the world. Thank you, Lord, for opening my mind, for giving me eyes to see, for showing me what you've called for this church to be. Let me leave you with this. Somebody will say, well, he never even gave a scripture. I got critics out there. I know, folks. It's okay. I don't live off the critics. But I know how to deal with the criticism. Some stuff you don't even acknowledge. You, 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 that's one of somebody's problems. You're so concerned about what somebody got to say. Stop listening to critics and know that they're there, Judas. Do you know that Jesus never... Uh-oh, Jesus never acknowledged Judas, never told Judas he was going to betray him, but Jesus knew it. He never acknowledged Judas being a betrayer. He never said, you're my hater. Judas was there, but Jesus never identified. Ah, let me stop. I'm going to get somebody in trouble. I know who some folks are, but I want to thank you for being there because it pushes me. And I'll never acknowledge because I know that God will use you to help me to get to where I'm trying to get to. Somebody shout boom shakalaka, bang shakalaka. Come on, preach with me because that was for somebody. Somebody. Let me close with this. Now, say it with me. Now, say it with me again. Now. When? Now. Not tomorrow. Yesterday's gone. When? Now is the moment of opportunity for you to make a decision. Now is the time. The Bible speaks of now. Now is the acceptable time. Now is the time. Somebody say, when? Now. Say it like you know it. Now. Give me a preacher call because I got to get out of here. My God. When? Monique, now. When Warnett, now. When Pastor Lawrence, now. When Diane, now. When Barbara, now. When Lisa, now. When Trish, now. 
your prophesying. I'm giving you what the word says. Now. Now what? Now is the time. Somebody says, my time. <laughs> now is the time. Now is the time. Somebody in Africa, your time may be different than my time, but say now. In Jamaica, your time's different from my time. I know because I went there and it was different from my hometown. But somebody say now. It's not based on time. It's based off the fact of what God says. And the word says in 1 Corinthians 6.21 Now Not God 6.2 Now Now Somebody says it Now For he says I've heard thee in a time Accepting And in the day of salvation I have succored For behold Now is the acceptable time You've been waiting for somebody to tell you what time is it I'm here to tell you Now is the acceptable time Shout now Now And so Paul Picked it up And I'm here to tell somebody It's time to get up out of the bed. It's time for you to get up out of your bed. For Paul said, Woo! I'm going, I'm going to say it like I mean it. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Because somebody needs to hear this. Somebody's got to get this. Because you need to now get alert. Because the devil's nervous that you've heard a word today. You time, it's time for you to wake up and look around. Because you're cognizant of the fact of what God's about to do. You're about to move forward. You've got some expectation. The expiration date is over. It's about time for you to anticipate. It's time for you to get into reality. Get out of dreaming. The dream is over, baby. The nightmare's over. The daydream is over. It's about to be a reality. And so Paul picked it up in 1 Thessalonians 5, 5 through 8. And he said it like this. Woo, he said it like this. The nighttime is over. It's over. But awake. Out of your slumber, awake, out of your sleeping, awake, for salvation is closer than ever before. Nighttime is over. It's time to wake up. It's time to get out of your slumber. It's time to get out of your drunken state. It's time to get out of your coma. It's time to get out of some la la land. It's time to get out of some pie in the sky mentality. It's time to get out of just saying, praying to God 
but you ain't doing nothing after you pray. It's time for you to get up, wake up. And what Paul was saying, it's time for you to get out of your bed. In other words, get up out the bed of affliction. Get up out of the bed of woe. Get up out of the bed of depression. Get up out of the bed of fear. Get up out of the bed of excuses. Get up out of the bed of complaints. Get up out of the bed of claims. Save somebody else. Get up out of the bed of I'm trying to save somebody else. Get up out of the bed of looking at everybody else as the problem. Get up out of the bed of you complaining. Get up out the bed. Get up out of the bed of problems, the bed of poverty, the bed of woe, the bed of somebody else putting you there. Get yourself up out of the bed. Now is the time for you to act, to move, to do what God has said. I don't to lay in your bed of drama, of criticism, of, woo, I just don't got time. <laughs> For now is the time. Somebody say it's my time. I'm not going to die with purpose in me, with potential in me, with God's favor over my life. I've come to the fact that God's been too good. I've come to the fact that I've got what God's given me to bless this world. I've come to the fact that I'm blessed not to be blessed, but to bless everything around me. So when I go to my highs, when I go in my vines, when I go wherever I go, Somebody put it in the chat. I'm not looking to get blessed. I am blessed. I'm trying to get out of here, but somebody's pulling something on me. I'm not looking to get blessed. See, trying to get blessed keeps you in the bed. Because you're looking for somebody to do something for you. But when you get out the bed, you've got something to contribute. You've got something to give. You've got something to be a blessing to. I've come into this world to be a blessing. My life is a blessing. My mind is a blessing. My hands is a blessing. My feet is a blessing. My actions is a blessing. I'm not looking to get blessed. I am blessed to, to be, to be, to be. So many folks don't know who they are. Well, I am a blessed somebody. And I got up out of my bed this morning to be a blessing. And if I blessed you, then come on, get up out your bed and bless somebody else too. Bless them in the highway. Bless them in your home. Bless them on your job. Bless them in the school. You're blessed.
could be a blessing. Wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. You've been dreaming too long. You've been in a daydream too long. You've been living a nightmare too long. I'm here to wake yourself up. Wake your behind up. Wake yourself up. It's time to get up. Get up. Get up and do something with your life. You've got too much life to waste it. Too much life to live. Wake the up. Wake. 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 I'm, I gotta nudge you. I'm here to tug on you. I'm here to push you. I'm here to challenge you. What dream that you dreamed and you're still in la, still in la la land. Get up. The dream is over. Your dream is over. Your nightmare is over. Get up. Wake up. Like Paul told the Thessalonica church, wake up. Salvation is near. The time has come. You don't have time that you had yesterday. You don't know how much more time you got, but with the time you have, make a difference. Be the difference. Stop looking for somebody else. You do it. If ain't nobody else gonna do it, go ahead and do it. Wake up. in our church is because we're not willing to wake up but we're staying in a dream and this dream is becoming a nightmare and instead of the reality of what it is we'll put it on somebody else we'll blame we'll get procrastinating we'll get paralyzed or we'll stay in a cocoon when God is trying to metamorphose us from a cocoon into a butterfly to be what we are called to be. Somebody got Sunday day because I got to go. Y'all done pulled a whole lot of up stuff up out of me. But it's time to wake up. It's time to wake the out of the church. Get the hell out of the church and bring some heaven on up in here. Huh? Come on, somebody. Come on and wake up, <laughs> wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. And if they choose not to wake up, then you get on about the bed anyway. And so I've determined my church, my church is awoke. I'm determined to make some impact. For I've just learned in my own city and state. And just this year alone. See, this is how a woke church deals with stuff. In my state. In 
one of the penal institutions in my state, there were seven people just in 2023 that have died in a penal institution. And nobody's talking about it. Everybody's trying to act like it doesn't exist. But didn't the word say, didn't Jesus say that I came to set captives free? Where is the church in dealing with something? How is it that in a system that should care for to make sure the safety of, and we have people being died, all these reasons and all of this stuff, and we're justifying it thinking it's okay, what, just because they're in prison? But my Bible says when I was in prison, aren't we to visit? Aren't we to be a voice? Aren't we? Don't get me started. It's a whole nother message. But when the church wakes up, we're not shouting in four walls. We're not talking about bless me. We're not talking about a new car. We're not talking about all this drama and stuff that's just people's behaviors emotions and philosophies when the church wakes up oh my god will be a force to be reckoned with because truly it will be light bringing something a change to what is absent stop talking about the dark i will never judge the dark if anything i'm gonna be the light how about you come on let's get some comments before we go for he's the best thing that ever happened to me jesus is the best thing jesus you're the best thing you're the best thing that's ever happened to me thank you thank you I feel like an altar call right now. You don't have to come where I am, but I want you just with your voice, with your mind, because I believe the best of you. I believe the God that's in you. I believe that he's given you the ability to change your world. You know what needs to be changed. I don't have to tell you. The best person to know is you. How am I going to judge you for what you only know what you need to? Come on, somebody, stop this. What? I got my own stuff. And how dare somebody try to tell, how can you tell me when I'm the best judgment of me? And if I'm honest with me, then I could bring me and my stuff to God. So I encourage you. You want to be where God wants you to be, then come on, go to God. Come on, somebody. <laughs> come on, you preaching. You already preaching, Nene. Come on. I may have you on the stage in a Come on, somebody. Because it ain't about me, it's about us. Being used of God wherever you are. I heard somebody say 
you don't have to come to a church. You know, everybody looking for a pulpit. Everybody looking for a mic. Do you know you have the only mic, the best mic there is, is you. You don't need to be on no, no, in no church. Uh, matter of fact, if you look in the Bible, where, where was a church with a choir, with a mic, with all these titles? Oh, somebody, I'm going to get, I'm going to get myself in trouble. Because I'm deconstructing what for so long we have said the church is what the church isn't. And folks have died in judgment, died in fear, died without fulfilling their purpose, died with living up to other people's standards versus having a personal relationship with God and being the best human being, having the best human experience on earth till they check back in with their father. I'm about you having the best experience on earth for God brought you to earth to impact it, to affect it, to bring light to it. So yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. It's all he's looking for. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. We're going to close with this. Just, just close on a yes. Yes, Lord. Yes. Thank you for joining us. Please like our podcast and leave us a five-star review. God bless and have an amazing week.